0: You've worked hard to build your business, and now it's time to grow. Welcome to the Multiply Your Success podcast. I'm your host, Tom Dufour, CEO of Big Sky Franchise Team and a serial entrepreneur. Join me each week as I interview leading entrepreneurs, executives, and experts who share their misses, makes, and multipliers. If you are a growth-minded entrepreneur, investor, or franchise company, then this podcast is for you. If there's one thing I've learned in business and in life, it's that you can always learn something new to make things better. Our purpose for this podcast is for you to glean some wisdom and practical ideas to implement on your expansion journey. We look forward to being your guide to multiply your success. Welcome and thank you for tuning in to the next great edition of the Multiply Your Success podcast. And to open up the episode today, I'd like to ask you a question. What? does vision mean to you? As an owner, as an entrepreneur, as the leader of your organization, what does vision mean to you, really mean? And when's the last time you really looked at your vision? When's the last time you were looking around and really digging deep into it? Chances are it hasn't been for a while. And the chances are that the global pandemic we've been in and the other fires that come up in your business tend to get in the way. Your daily routine and just life is make, getting in the way of that. Well, today's guest has had vision literally since he was a teenager, making his first million dollars while he was a college student. Pretty incredible. I know that's not something that I was up to when I was in college. So uh, today's guest talks about investing, growing. And if you are a business that's franchising a company that we're working with or wants to franchise your business, uh, by the way, if you're looking to franchise your business, give my company, Big Sky Franchise Team, a call. We'll we'll be able to help you out with that. And when we're done with you and going through that process, today's guest is ready to invest in you and help you multiply your franchise company. So, if you're at that stage or close to it, you do not want to miss this one. And so, without further ado, here is my interview with Dennis McKinley.
1: My name is Dennis McKinley. Uh, you know, based and headquartered in Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, born and raised in Detroit, Michigan. And the and the reason why I just tell people I'm I'm born and raised in Detroit is, you know, if anybody is familiar with Detroit or the Midwest, they know we you know we work very hard. And a lot of the businesses that I'm involved with are represent our representation of, um, you know, some of Detroit's culture. So I like to just kind of throw that out there to, to begin with, Um, you know, I own a uh, company called Detroit Equities. We invest in, um, you know, small startups, you know, normally, um, you know, one to, to five man operations. They may have, you know, one to three units, where there's retail or restaurant, or it could be, you know, a service-based uh, business or idea. Uh, we are slowly investing in uh, uh, tech opportunities as well. Uh, I mean, during COVID, if you're not doing anything tech, then you're doing something wrong. So we're, you know, making our way, getting our feet wet, you know, um, in that area as well. So we like to try to, you know, find diamonds in the rough early, you know. You you have five or ten units. You're probably way ahead of the game, and maybe too large for me to uh, inquire or uh, to acquire or invest in. So, look if you're out there, you have a great business or idea, and you're small. You need a little kickstart. You may be, you know, the right partner for you.
0: Well, well, that, well, McKinley. McKinley, that sounds amazing, and I can tell you that the audience that's tuning in, uh, most of the folks that are listening fit right in that sweet spot that you're talking about. So, um, it, so hopefully people are pulling over and uh, parking while their heart is racing right now. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> uh, we'll make sure we get, uh, all of your contact information and how they can get to your website and Please. share. We'll make sure that's in the show notes. Let's start with, uh, I'd love to hear your story about, um, you know, yeah. starting in Detroit, you're here in Atlanta now, you're, you're involved in restaurants and bars and all different kinds of things going on. So, take us back to Detroit. Uh, what started there and how'd you end up in Atlanta?
1: Yeah, sure, Tom. So, you know, first of all, you know, I made my first million dollars just flipping real estate. This was when real estate was pretty, uh, pretty popular. You know, I started off flipping a few houses. Then I went to apartment buildings. And I did that all through college. And I went to the University of Michigan, paid my way through school flipping houses. And um, I sold that business. And I said, man, I don't, I don't know what I'm going to do next. So uh, I moved to Chicago and moved to New York. And I moved to L.A. And I started, uh, you know, producing, you know, films and music videos. And that was an okay business. But, uh, you know, my girlfriend at the time, she wanted some uh, hair extensions, and I didn't know anything about hair extensions, but she took me to this place, and uh line was out the door. I said, man, this, this is pretty interesting. So I did some research and talked to a few buddies. Boom, I landed in Atlanta somehow, and I started you know, Queen Virgin Remy. We, uh, at the time, um, I was just selling hair out of my trunk because I didn't really understand that market, but I grew it to 17 locations. I sold that business to the largest hair manufacturer in the world out of China. Um, so that was my second exit at that point, mm. multi-million dollar exit at that point. Um, from then I just said, listen, um, the world's big, a lot of opportunity there. And, uh, I said, let me learn, uh, some other businesses. And that took me literally a- around the world ar- across the country. um, I left a few things out here, but, you know, during my time from Detroit to Atlanta, I've owned several franchises, Subway and Little Caesars. And franchising was always interesting because I learned quickly the franchisor is the one who's really making the money. The franchisee, right, does the work. So, you know, I said, man, if I ever get to another place in business where – I can help other entrepreneurs uh, get a leg up on a franchise, or I'll start that business. In 2015, I bought the original Hot Dog Factory. Um, you know, being from Detroit, we eat Tony Dogs every day. And um, you know, my travels across this country, I noticed that every city that you were in, like they they have their own way of eating hot dogs, right? Chicago mm-hmm. has a Chicago dog. Carolina has a Carolina Slaw dog. I said, man, this would be a cool idea if I could just take the you know regional favorites, just put them under one roof. And I um, bought the Hot Dog Factory in 2015. I remixed it, so to say, and I brought all the hot dogs under one roof. People were driving like hours, man, to come to the Hot Dog Factory. I said, man, this would probably be a good business, to franchise. And um, I took like two years and just really studied franchising. Today, you know, Hot Dog Factory, we have uh, 50 commitments today. We have, uh, you know, We'll have 15 stores open in the next, you know, 45 to 60 days, and um, we just acquired a ton of other businesses, um, you know, over the course of the last five years. Uh, Google Party Bus is one. Uh, we have a meal prep company called Healthy James. Uh, we just, you know, if you go to our website, you'll see you know, our portfolio. But and you know, we just bought a ton of businesses. Great opportunities where entrepreneurs are just normally one or two men, you know, teams that they want a franchise, they believe it's replicatable, but they don't have a team and capital to back them. So, you know, we just increased our portfolio over the last 36 months. And, um, you know, we become just, you know, masters in franchise.
0: Well, well, I love it, McKinley. Cause I, I mean, I, I remember, um, you know, looking at your website like you said just even a year ago and the uh, number of brands that I mean literally have multiplied on there uh, you guys are obviously moving and doing things and making it happen and uh, you know I, I definitely resonate with uh, being a fellow Midwesterner. I'm, my uh, roots are uh, back in Chicago. I'm originally from from the Chicago area so um, I, I definitely resonate with that there and uh, in in, in you know it's part of our show here we we talk about misses makes and multipliers and so yeah. uh you know I, I it's always fun and as as a as a listener of all kinds of talk radio and podcasts yeah. and so on you always hear the good yeah. stuff uh, yeah. but w- would you mind sharing with the listeners maybe uh maybe Some a, the- a miss that you had along the way and something you learned
1: oh, from yeah listen um do i tom do I- do I I'm sorry about that Tom do I have to listen um, <laughs> you know you're probably going to have a in there too. you know I just had my fourth exit um, you know a few months ago we built Carolina Hemp Company which was just a, a one man operation one store operation out of Asheville North Carolina mm-hmm. and we took that to to 10, 10 locations open 30 uh, something franchises committed to and we made a multi-million dollar exit out of that deal too But I'll tell you what, for every exit that I had or have, I have three or four misses. And uh, it's just a combination of things, but really it comes down to the founding team. You know, when you're looking for a partner, like you can't outwork the founder, you can't know more than a founder. You know, what I bring to the table is, um, you know, I bring capital to the table, I bring motivation to the table, I bring know how to the table, right? But when I meet a, a founder, like, if I know more about his business than he, than they do, or I'm more passionate about their business than, than they are, then that's probably a recipe for disaster. And, and listen, every one of these acquisitions I do for, you know, I learn something from, so I don't really take it as a loss. Um, but that's very important. So, you know, um, a ton of opportunity here, a lot of money to be made, but you got to really be careful. So look, Tom, I, I you know, You're also an expert in franchising. I Mm -hmm. could talk to you for three hours about some of the the misses I had. (laughs) But, um, you know, look, uh, I don't really call them lessons. Uh, I mean, I don't really call them misses. I mean, at the end of the day, we learn something. And, um, you know, you, you benefit from your next acquisition.
0: Well, that, that's great. I love that response. And it, you're right. Every, every situation, it's a learning opportunity. You learn yeah. something new to go into the next. And, you know, that kind of spills into the next side, kind of the opposite end. And you've shared some of these already, but, you know, was, could you share with us a make or two or something that was really, a, a you know, a big score or make on, on, uh, on an opportunity or a business you started or something you did?
1: Yeah, listen, um, you know, we're in Atlanta, Georgia. There was a bar in you know, Pond City Market before Pond City Market was called, you know, Crew. And I, after work on a long day, I would just go into this bar, you know, I would just have a drink. And uh, I just noticed that, man, this bar is ap- operating under capacity, um, server stinks, They needed a remodel. I said, man, I should just buy this bar and just spruce it up so when I come back I can you know take my friends and I can stop spending a load of cash on you know establishments I did know so I came into the bar one day and I said man who's the owner of this place I really I need to buy this place and he said hey man the owner is right there at the end of the bar I struck a deal with the owner when I bought crew it was doing $35,000 a month in sales and um I told the owner that night, I said, listen, I'm going to make you an offer. I'm going to come back on Monday, and I'm going to buy this bar from you. She said, well, I was going to sell a bar anyway, so come back Monday and we'll talk. I flew out to New York. I flew out to New York, then I partied out in New York. And I went to this um, club in New York called Greenhouse, and it was just an amazing experience. It wasn't a club. It wasn't a lounge. It was kind of like in the middle. I said, man. I'm gonna take this ID greenhouse, I'm gonna take it back to Atlanta, I'm gonna buy that bar and remodel it. Came back to Atlanta Monday, I bought the bar for 35 grand. 35 grand I bought the bar for. Wow. And um, today, crew, which we own, as well as doing um eight and a half dollars a year in revenue from $35,000 a month. And we have nine locations committed to three open right now. Charlotte is opening soon. Houston is opening soon. So we took that just an experience of me just going to the bar because I was tired of spending my money at other places, and I turned it into a business. And that was a huge make because it's it's look you can't buy a bar for thirty five thousand dollars anywhere in this country that's actually operating and making cash. So I thought that was a that's a pretty big make there.
0: Absolutely. Well, and and it's a testament, I think, to you, Dennis, and in your vision, and being able to see something where you you see an opportunity, and and other people may have looked at that as it may not it may have been underperforming or may not have been a great customer experience, and you looked at that and said, "Boy, look at this opportunity here," and you 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 have the vision to look at that and see it. And that that's an impressive thing. And, and just something to talk about for our listeners, if they're thinking about reaching out to you or maybe saying, hey, I wonder if, if uh, his firm would be interested in investing in my business. You know, I think that's a really good point for anyone who's interested, who's thinking about this, that it, McKinley has that vision and can see things that maybe you don't even see in your own business because you're too close. But he can see that and help you get to that next level that you're looking to go to. So, I think that's a really, really big takeaway out of that. Um, and and so, on, 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 you know, to jump to the, the next question here, uh, McKinley, um, it, it, you've referenced this a couple times. We talk about a multiplier and something that you use to multiply your success, whether that's personally, professionally. Uh, would you mind talking a little bit about that?
1: Yeah. Listen, I think... Um You know, track record is very important, right? And I think as entrepreneurs, we look at other entrepreneurs and we try to compare ourselves, right, Um, you know, when it comes to the success meter, right? And that's why I love the title of your show, which is called Multiply Your Success. Listen, you got to add up every small win, every win, right? Um, and if you add up the small, count every small win at the end of the day, at the end of the week, at the end of the month, right? And you do that consistently, you'll be, and I think that's very important for entrepreneurs to realize, not every deal that you do is going to be your home run, not every business that you're involved in is going to make you millions and millions of dollars, right? We look at CNBC and we look at, you know, some of these other guys and think that You know, if my business is not making millions of dollars a year, I'm not successful, but that's not always the case, right? I think that entrepreneurs need to look vertically and horizontally at business opportunities and ways to scale their business without actually making millions of dollars a year. And if you think about that, right, I think you'll get it and you will multiply your success big time.
0: I love it. I love it. Uh, that that's great, great uh, perspective on that. Uh, and it and and Dennis, it, one of the things we always like to ask as well here is, uh, you know, as a kind of our uh, closing question is, what does success mean to you with all of the things you've accomplished in your career and. And you've got a long runway ahead of you and and a lot of amazing things happening. So for someone in your position with all of what seems to be all of the success you've had already, what does success mean to you at this stage?
1: You know, I think at the end of the day, it's about um, the ability to help other people, right? Um, Not only help people realize their dreams, but... um, your team, your employees, your community, right? You can make all the money in the, in the world, but um, if you don't do anything to help anybody else, then what's the point of having any cash, right? In and, and, and the capitalist society we live in, cash, of course, is the ultimate measure of success, but, you know, you got to help your, your team, you got to help your employees, you got to help your community, right? And community is a um, wide range of, you know, what you're involved in. It can be civic, it can be political, it can be religious, but... Those are things that got to happen. You got to do this on a high level, right, if you really want to be called successful. Otherwise, you're just considered greedy and, um, you know, who wants to be called that, right? So um, I always believe that, um, you know, God helps those who help themselves, but he also helps those who help other people, right? And that's really, you know, the model that we live by at Franchise Genies in my firm at Detroit Equities. Um, Every franchise partner that we have Every um, vendor partner that we have, we're thankful for, and we do it for, for them, um, for their families, for our families, but, you know, also for our community.
0: I, that's I. I love the way your your perspective is on that, McKinley. It's really really wonderful. At helping others and making a difference, and um, not only helping yourself but helping others along the way. And um, yeah. as as we uh, as we wrap up here, is there anything you'd like to leave with the listeners today?
1: Well, first of all, if uh, listen, if you are in the business of Franchising, you need to really reach out to Tom DeForest team at uh, um, this guy. I mean, these guys are professional. Uh, you know, we we met a long time ago, Tom, and I've just been super impressed with you and professionalism and your team. You know, we talk to franchise guys all day long, and a lot of these guys uh, don't own businesses, so don't really get it. You know, you, you know, you not only a franchise expert, but you also own business, and that was very important. Uh, you know, when we developed our relationship, man. so, um, I appreciate you, you know, bringing me on the show, Tom and, you know, um, talking about my achievements, you know, forget about what are you doing and your success over at Big Sky, man. So thank you, Tom.
0: All right. And that's our interview with Dennis McKinley. Uh, McKinley, thank you again for being here and being a guest on the show. You are absolutely fantastic, and let's go ahead and get into our three key takeaways for this episode. Number one, and most important, I think, for today is this idea of vision, and Dennis talked about finding the diamonds in the rough, and I think throughout his career, one of the things that's been incredible that I've seen in my time and working with him over the course of the last several years, and just in... In the success that he has had in his career, he has this vision and ability to see things and find those diamonds in the rough. So as the leader of your organization, what diamonds are you seeing or maybe not seeing that are lying there in the rough? What have you glanced over or or not seen that you should? Maybe it's time you should take some time to reflect back on that. Number two. Be willing to find complementary partners for your business expansion. Dennis has done a phenomenal job of doing this. I think it's been incredible. He has found partners in every way, shape, and form. And most importantly, he really looks for partners that that are complementary. So if you're considering working with Dennis, if he's more enthusiastic about your business than you are, I, that's, that's a problem. That's an issue. He wants you to have the knowledge and the expertise. And, and the uh, fire and passion for the business model, and he brings complementary skills. So whether it's Dennis or someone else that you're doing business with, who is that person or people that have complementary skills to you that can help you grow and get to your business to the next level? And the third takeaway here, and it's just a great reminder, that Dennis has a great track record, background, experience, and success here, but it's a good reminder of what he told us. He said, for every make that he's had, he's had at least three or four misses, and he said they've, there have been uh, so many over the years. And it's just a good reminder: you, you've got to take a lot of shots uh, to, to, uh, to, you know, to make the baskets, or uh, you, you know, you in, in comparing it to baseball, you. you you strike out or get out more often than you actually get on base. So just some good key takeaways for us. And now it's time for today's win-win. And so today's win-win is about giving back and more specifically, giving back to your community as a successful Business owner, entrepreneur, executive, someone who's made it in their life, there is no way you did it by yourself. And you had a community that helped you get there. Don't forget where you came from. Don't forget where you came from. Give back and pay it forward. Help that next person who's aspiring to have a similar type of career or a business ownership or entrepreneur entrepreneurial journey that they are about to embark on. So help pay it forward. It will help your community. It will be a win for your community. It will be a win for that person or those people that you're helping. And it will be a win for you when you give back. It gives you so much satisfaction. And so that's today's episode. Thanks for tuning in. If you haven't subscribed, please make sure you subscribe. Give us a five-star review. And we look forward to having you back next week on the Multiply Your Success podcast.